Hello all, uh, welcome to the 10-minute podcast where I address all the popular dilemmas in the FP community before game week three. The first question we have this week is what to do with Bruno and Rashford. In my opinion, both of them are worth keeping. I still rate them very highly as FPL assets. We've seen they've done really well over a large sample size over the previous seasons. However, they haven't really hit those heights and both of them have blanked in, in their opening two games. So I can see why people are getting fidgety. Uh, with regards to their spots in the team. Bruno and Rashford both have had good stats over the first two games. Bruno's had three big chances and Rash- Rashford has had two. In my opinion, the Forest game is is very good. Even the Forest have uh, they've defended well in the first two games. But when you look at over a large sample size, Forest last season, they were 20th for goals conceded last season. So I assume that Man United would bounce back uh, this week at home in, in an opening fixture. Ten Hag does seem to have a good record at home as well, which makes me think that Rashford and Fernandes should be good to go this week. In fact, uh, no player has underperformed the, his XGI more than Bruno Fernandes has in the opening two weeks. In my opinion, there's a better use of free transfers than to sell either of them at home. Should you be selling either of those for Mbumo? I don't think so because this is another very popular dilemma. A lot of people are looking to move them on for Mbumo. I think all three of them are good assets and in my opinion, you shouldn't be using your free transfer to sell perfectly good assets for other good assets. What to do with Jao Pedro? In my opinion, I was of the opinion that he is a must-sell before the alleged NCSO injury rumors broke out. Because he was benched last week and I'm really not sure whether uh, his expected minutes would be as high up. But now with NCSO out, his expected minutes would significantly increase and that completely changes the, the whole uh, perplexion. If you have two free transfers, then I guess you can still move it on, move him on because I think that the likes of Jackson and Alvarez are better options. But he's not a hard sell in my opinion. If you have one free transfer, then you can easily bank it and you can keep it because Brighton are a very good attacking side. You look at the first two weeks, they're first for a non-pen exchange and by a distance as well. So he's not a hard sell, but if you have two free transfers, you can move him on. Uh, moving on to the next question, uh, Jackson or Alvarez? Uh, this is a very popular dilemma for a lot of FL managers this week. I personally own Jackson, and if I was picking one this week, I would still go with Jackson because he's more of a long-term pick than Alvarez, in my opinion. His expected minutes are more secure. He's playing as the focal point. Alvarez is the number 10. So Jackson is likely to get more chances. He's ha- He has be- the better stats as well so far. Uh and so far, he's been unlucky not to return. I mean, only Wissa among four forwards has a better non-pen XGA than him. And Jackson is second uh, uh, for big chances only to Mpumo, uh so far. So the points, uh, in my opinion, are around the corner with, with Chelsea's favorable fixture. And I, I think it's only a matter of time before he does well. What to do with Gabriel? I mean, it's funny because I've been sitting here for, for a few days now saying that uh, Gabriel should be safe and he should come back inside. That didn't happen against Palace. But now that Tomiyasu got a red... Uh, Zinchenko's backfit, I think Zinchenko will start as the inverted fullback, which does increase Gabriel's chances of playing as a left-sided centre-back. So, in my opinion, he's not a hard sell either. If you have him, you can keep him. He should start a very favourable home game against Fulham. And he does have um, a tendency of scoring against them as well. He has three goals in his previous four starts versus Fulham. And Fulham this season, even their bottom for uh, XG conceded from set plays. So there's a weakness to target for them. Historically, I've been weak from set plays as well. So this is a matchup that could work in Gabriel's favor. Next question is best Reese James replacement or Gabriel replacements if selling. In my opinion, uh, if you don't own Ben Chilwell, he is easily the best option to bring in. In my opinion, out of all the defenders in the game, he has the highest ceiling in the coming weeks. Uh, he's comfortably first for touches in the final third among all defenders and he should be prioritized because of Chelsea's fixtures. 
if you already own Chilwell, then you can either go jump at a city defender. I think Diaz is the safest when it comes to starts. So if you have the money, you can go with Diaz. City are comfortably best for uh, XG considered. Their uh, defensive numbers are elite. But having said that, personally, I had a very similar dilemma and I decided to sell James for a cheaper option. There are plenty of cheaper options out there. There's Colwell, there's Odogi, there's Rico Henry. I personally prefer Odogi because uh, I, I like what I've seen from Spurs so far. They're very attacking. Odogi is going forward. He's in the top five defenders for uh, touches in the final third so far. He even had a big chance against Man United. And he rotates well with most of the defensive picks out there, uh, which makes me think that he is a very good option. And, and the good thing that I like about a cheaper asset is that you have to prioritize bringing Trippier in from Game Week 5 onwards because Newcastle's on a fixtures is really, really good. And we've seen time and time again, Trippier is um, is a very reliable asset on. He's almost like owning a owning like someone like a Trent Alexander-Arnold in a, in a better defense. So he's some someone I have an eye on from Game Week 5 as well. Uh, what to do with Mo Salah? I don't think Mo Salah is a hard sell, but I see a lot of teams who have him who are looking to upgrade some of their other picks in their team. So in that case, if you want to sell him, you can move him on because he won't be a captaincy option for the next four weeks. Uh, at the same time, having said that, I think he's perfectly fine to keep as well because, I mean, you can never go wrong with him. He's, he's going to continue to take along. He's, he's a premium asset for a reason. Uh, is it too late to get Brian Mbomo? I don't think it is. I really like Mbomo as a pick. Uh, I mean, he's on 90 minutes, uh, set pieces, penalties, what's not to like. I mean, his, his fixtures are great all, all the way up to Game Week 9 as well. Um, a very comp- I mean, a very popular dilemma is, is comparing him to the Brighton mids. Some people are going to make him to Mexico. I personally prefer Mbumo because his minutes are more secure. Brighton have Europe coming up and he has the added advantage of penalties as well. And another factor in his favor is that uh, Wisa generally tends to get subbed around the 70-minute mark. This is something very underrated in Mbumo's favor that he can then play on as a striker for the last 25 to 30 minutes, uh, which is very important, especially now that the Premier League have increased uh, stoppage time in recent weeks. His record without Ivan Tony speaks for itself since 2022. In seven games, Mbumo's had 11 big chances, eight goals in just seven games. In, in those seven games, he's uh, he scored 71 FPL points. He's averaging more than 10 FPL points per game, which is absolutely phenomenal. What to do with Ollie Watkins? Again, this is a tricky question. If you have one free transfer this week, you can easily save him. Watkins will continue to tick along. He's a great option. If you have two free transfers, nothing better to do in your team, then I can see the argument of downgrading him to some someone like a Jackson. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong with, with the pick. As per se, we saw... Last night, he scored a hat-trick. He will continue to take along with points. Uh, even though his upside, upside will be slightly limited with no penalties and more, uh, a greater risk of reduced minutes due to Europe, I still think he's a good asset to own. If you can afford to give him, you can. Uh, what to do with Madison? I don't think he'll be risked because apparently he has a minor MCL strain. You can wait for the press conference. If he's ruled out, then you can move him on. I don't think he's worth keeping in that case because the competition uh, for midfield places in our teams is cutthroat. So even if Madison's out for one week, he should leave your team. Uh, who is the best replacement? I mean, there's Mbomo, there's Foden. If you have Mbomo, then you can go to Foden. If you have, uh, if you don't have Mbomo, then Mbomo would be my first pick for the reasons mentioned earlier. What to do with Richarlison? This is a tough one because he hasn't performed so far and the difference between him and someone like Matoma and, and Bumo has, has been significant in the past two weeks. But I would still keep him fired in this week. His underlying data isn't great so far. But Spurs under Postacoglu are very, very attacking. 
So the chances, I, I do expect the chances to fall to him eventually. I mean, he's playing as a number nine. There's an outside chance of penalties as well. The fixture's in his favor. So he's not a hard sell either. I think he's, he could be worth keeping. It's just that there's so many, I feel, options in FPL this year that, you know, all of our picks feel under constant pressure. The final question is, is it too early to wildcard? I I believe so. If you have a template for team and you haven't gotten off to a good start, I can see why a few managers attempted a wildcard, but I still think it's too early. Most teams don't need a wildcard at all. Patience is something I would um, I would suggest because it's very under a very underrated uh, trade in FPL. Uh, I, I I was in fact making a wildcard draft, and I think there are too many 50-50 decisions to make, and and th- th- those are ones which could go horribly wrong. So a wildcard right now is not something I would uh, recommend unless your team is in completely dire straits. Uh, thank you all for uh, watching uh, this video. If you want to keep in touch with my transfers, my team, and keep track of them, I share my transfers and um, team every week in advance on uh, Fancy Ball Hub. There's a link to sign up um, below. You can sign up through the link. There's a 50% discount available and you can keep yourself updated with my team and process throughout the course of the season. Thank you all for watching and good luck with Game 3.